I don't know about you, but I can occasionally get a little bit stressed out. Between the depressing news headlines that we can't seem to escape, no matter whether we even watch the news, the bills, work, the never-ending to-do list, not to mention those of you with kids that have 6,000 questions and demands on your time, and that doesn't even include if you're in the middle of or recovering from a divorce or dealing with a narcissist anywhere in your life. It's kind of hard not to get a little anxious and irritable some days or to totally lose our bleep on other days. So if your life has been screaming, chill the F out, and you have not been getting the message, you're going to love my talk today on the Starting Over Stronger podcast about yoga, the joy of painting, and other ways you can chill out even during your crazy nonstop divorce life. Welcome to the Starting Over Stronger Show, where you'll find help and hope for your divorce survival and recovery. Divorce well, live well. There is literally no more stressful time in life than before, during, and immediately after a divorce. And that means there's literally no more important time for you to actively and intentionally participate in a variety of stress-reducing activities. So that is what I'm going to talk with you about today, how to chill out during divorce. I decided to call today's episode Yoga, the Joy of Painting and other ways to chill the F out during divorce, just for fun. I'm not usually too much of a potty mouth, but you know, there are days. So speaking of chilling the F out, some people do find it therapeutic to curse. Sometimes some occasions call for more than a gosh darn it or my personal favorite, geez louise. Few things are as cleansing as a long string of expletives in just the right moment, right? I can't explain it. I just know I have personally enjoyed the benefit of it more than once in my life. You just don't want to make a habit out of it because if you can't complete a sentence without it, you're most likely going to raise your spiraling stress and probably that of anyone who has to listen to you. And you definitely don't want to start swearing like a sailor in front of your children or your soon-to-be ex's phone camera. I think you get the point. Watch your mouth, mind your P's and Q's when you need to, and then if it's just one of those days, find a safe place and let her rip for a few. Perhaps on the opposite end of that spectrum, we have yoga. I cannot personally claim to be a yogi unless you can call yourself that if you've ever done it and you're sort of mediocre at it, then I definitely am. But what I can tell you about yoga is that it's more of a workout than you might think. And by that, I mean, you will have soreness in places you didn't even realize you had worked out because you don't even break a sweat. But If you do the right kind of yoga, that is. There's a lot of different types. I think the one that's a little more chill is called Yoga Flow. So check that out. And so what does yoga do to reduce stress? Well, I mean, besides that it's exercise, and of course, exercise of any kind burns stress, calories, increases serotonin in the brain, which is your feel-good hormone. 
You have to be wondering though, what if I'm out of shape? Well, yoga is actually the best exercise if you're out of shape, maybe besides walking, because you just do it at whatever your comfort level and ability are. And if you can't afford a gym or you hate working out with other people, YouTube is full of free yoga videos and not having time is a bad excuse too, because some of those videos are as short as five minutes. And therefore, you may be wondering, how much good is five minutes of yoga going to do? Well, I can't really answer that, but I do know that it's better than zero minutes. And I bet that you, just like me, will pretty soon kind of get bored with that five minute one and you'll be ready to do 10 or 15 and so on. Walking is another good one. Some like running or jogging. I do not. Maybe bicycle riding. Whatever you like to do to be active, you should go do it. The more you walk, run, ride your bike, or in any other way move your body, the better. And yes, that can even mean going dancing with the girls. It can mean pacing the house while you're talking on the phone. There are many ways to move your body, and a whole lot of them are fun or at least rewarding in some way. So think about the ways that you might like to move more than you currently are. One of my favorite stress reducers is a nice long hot bath. And even better if it's in my hot tub that I rewarded myself with after my divorce. Now, I realize some people like soaking more than others. That would be me. But I think it's good for everyone, even if you don't think you will like it. You can add in some Epsom salts, baking soda, a few drops of your favorite essential oils, and then it will not only feel good, but it will actually remove toxins and impurities from your body. And we already know if you're going through a divorce, you're trying to remove toxic from your life. So don't stop at your body. There's toxic in there too, right? So then how about chatting with a good friend? That's always a good way to calm down as long as the friend you choose does actually help you calm down. They need to not spur on your angst. They need to know how to help you reframe, not spiral. They need to help you be able to get it out, but also gain some perspective so you don't just hang up the phone, roll your eyes 10 minutes later, wondering why you even called them because they obviously don't get you or your life. In moments of crises, we all face what's called fight or flight. You've probably heard of it. So let's work on having the self-awareness to recognize that that is what's happening when it is and not just give into it and succumb to it every time. That is the emotional intelligence that I want each and every one of you to have. The ability to stop, collaborate and listen. No, I'm not going to sing. Sorry. So, but just to be able to listen to yourself, to recognize what's happening. Are you in your monkey brain? Do you want to operate there? Because did you know when you're in fight or flight, blood drains from the prefrontal cortex in your brain, which means you have no rational thought. This makes it virtually impossible to learn anything new, to focus on small tasks, or most importantly, to engage effectively with other people. Because the lower parts of your brain are focused on survival and escape, the fear brain. 
So the last thing we want to do when our brain is hijacked and we have no rational thought is to try to have any kind of a conversation, especially with our soon-to-be ex or anyone that we have a struggle of animosity with at this season of change in our life, because it's not going to go well, right? Your divorce is almost final. Now what? Do you want to make sense of the past so you don't repeat it? Maybe you're tired of feeling ashamed for what you've allowed in your life or the mistreatment you have tolerated in your marriage, or for the fact that divorce is a part of your journey at all. Have you ever thought about making yourself a priority in your new life, but immediately worried you were being selfish? Maybe you're ready to break free of all the emotional ties to your ex and the unfulfilling or toxic relationship patterns of the past. I invite you to experience all this and more at the November 6th to 11th Starting Over Stronger Retreat in the perfectly peaceful Cedar Crest Retreat Center in Pleasanton, Kansas. On your Starting Over Stronger Retreat, you'll receive the rest you so desperately need, the silence and solitude along with the tools that allow you to reflect reframe and reset after your divorce so you can shift away from self-defeating and limiting beliefs and behaviors. You will gain authenticity, confidence, clarity, and grace. Having learned my favorite proven techniques for a calmer, more centered head and heart space, and you'll be surprised how easy this transition can be and how amazing it feels. So don't miss out. Being an intimately sized venue, this event will sell out. Find out more now at www.sosretreat.com. I'm looking forward to meeting you there and transforming with you. So how can we get the most out of these conversations with friends when our amygdala is being hijacked, disabling the front part of our brain where we actually have rational thought? Well, we have to start by becoming aware of it and not letting it take you on a joy ride every time. There is no joy in that ride. So be sure to choose wisely when it comes to chatting with your friends. You don't want to wear them out or rely on anyone who will keep you in fight or flight. But while you're there in that rage moment, maybe some rage cleaning would be a good thing to do, right? Some of you listening to this podcast right now might actually be doing this. I hear the top three activities that people do while listening to podcasts is driving, walking or running, and rage cleaning. Okay, I made up that last one. It's actually just cleaning. But if you feel a little ragey, there's really no better time for that deep cleaning than when you're feeling like scrubbing things very firmly, right? (laughs) So... That might be a great thing to do if that bathtub hasn't been cleaned in months. Another great fun thing to do is to sing along with your favorite music turned up loud or 80s music, which should be your favorite music because it's freaking awesome. Okay, so turn on the music and sing your heart out. If your kids are home, they might actually enjoy doing that with you. Have you ever watched 
the joy of painting with Bob Ross. Remember it from the 80s? It was like the opposite of the amazing 80s music that I just talked about. It's like super chill. Well, maybe something like that would be enjoyable. Or maybe you have a creative flair that you haven't even tapped into. About six months ago, I decided I was going to start painting. I have no idea how to paint, but I decided I was going to start doing it. And I committed to doing at least one painting every month. And I have been doing that. There's a local place here where you can go and, and uh, with your friends and paint a picture that's led. A teacher t- tells you, you know, each brush stroke to do. And it actually turns out better than you might think. And it's super fun. But if you don't like painting or watching Bob Ross paint, what do you like to do that is a creative outlet? Do you write calligraphy? Do you like drawing pictures? Is there anything that you can think of? Maybe you play an instrument. Maybe you used to play an instrument years ago. Anything that would let you tune into that creative side of your brain is going to help you to chill out. So I hope that you can think of something. What about funny videos? What does laughter do? I think we so underestimate the power of laughter and smiling. Maybe funny videos aren't your thing. There's a zillion of them on on all the reels and and YouTube and everything, but you know that some people don't find them all that funny if they're but if you do, great. If you don't, there's stand-up comedy. There's of course movies that are comedies. Maybe you have a really funny friend that makes you laugh. We live in a day and age where we can call up an endless number of selections from this little device we have in our hands almost nonstop to serve us with the laughter that we need anytime we need it, because laughter really does help. What's that old saying? Spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. So yeah, just laugh and smile more often. Figure out whatever you need to do to make that happen, because that will help you to calm down and and for everything in life to feel a little bit better. Are you tired of feeling alone and stuck in your current situation? Whether you're in an unfulfilling or toxic marriage, in the middle of a messy divorce, or maybe still seeking a better life after your divorce, Starting Over Stronger has a support group for you. You'll meet weekly online with a group of women experiencing all the same pain, fears, doubts, and confusion. And you'll leave there each week feeling heard, known, and cared for. You will come to understand why you are where you are and how to move toward happiness and fulfillment, feeling supported. Don't put it off another day. Go to startingoverstronger.com now and click groups in the menu bar. Get registered and for just $88 a month, you'll start this week being a part of an amazing group of women whose presence and affirmation will help you feel less alone and stuck and more clear and confident come what may. Speaking though of how often we have our phones in our hands, I don't think we can do the topic of stress reduction justice without talking about unplugging. How often do you either turn your phone off, 
turn it on silent or plug it in in another room and just be away from it. How do you go about doing that? Do you have to put it in the other room? Can you put it in your pocket and forget about it for a few hours? You know, whatever you have to do, I think we cannot underestimate the power of regulating our brains by getting away from the screens in our life. And that's computer, phone, internet, games, TV. I mean, there's, we have so many screens in our lives anymore, and it creates more stress than we even realize. So think about how you can unplug from your phone more often. I promise, even though you may have people in your life who give you a hard time about it, you will survive. They will survive without you for a little while. It wasn't all that long ago that when you wanted to talk with someone, you had to call their house and leave a message on their answering machine. And then you had to wait sometimes hours, maybe even days to hear back from them. And I think we've gotten so far away from that that people don't even realize how demanding they have become of other people to get immediate responses to their every question and thought. And it's just not healthy. We need to unplug from this technology life that we all seem to live nowadays. So those are my ideas. What other ideas do you have? There's so many things that we can do to have fun and to relax. And the thing that I think we need to realize is that it is not wasting time to do that. These types of de-stressors are not luxuries. They alter the way our brain operates. And you tell me, When could it possibly be more important for your brain to be operating at its peak efficiency than during divorce or during the recovery period from divorce or abuse? None. You need this in your life. So I'm just going to review the list that I gave you, and I'm going to challenge you to grab a piece of paper if you don't already have one, write all of these down, and then add to the list. Because once I get you going, I bet you can add 10 more things to this very easily. And then put that list somewhere that you will remember to look at it. And every day, pick at least one thing from that list and make it happen no excuses. So my list was yoga, walking, running or jogging, bicycle riding, hot baths, or the hot tub if you have one or access to one, cursing, remember, use that in moderation, chatting with a good friend, remembering fight or flight, and being self aware in those hard moments. Cleaning, listening to podcasts, listening to great music. Remember, that would be 80s music, right? Okay, make sure you were listening. Watching funny videos, stand-up comedians, or funny movies. And then unplugging. 
from all of that. And just being, you know, I didn't say this before, but being out in nature, not only unplugging, but put the phone in the house and go out of the house. Sunshine, fresh air, it just does something for you, right? So make these things happen, okay? I want you to tell me. Ads are so annoying, aren't they? As a podcast listener myself, I know this to be true. However, as a podcaster, I also know they are necessary. It takes a lot of time and expense to put together a podcast that airs every week and comes to you at no cost. As a woman recovering from divorce myself, I know that you understand my time is valuable. And that's why after almost two years on the airwaves and over 100 episodes, I find it necessary to start advertising to make it possible to continue to bring you this quality content that I know you need and want each week. But you can skip the ads altogether. Want to know how? Go to patreon.com slash SOS divorce, and you'll be able to select from three Patreon fan club member tiers that range from just five to $10 a month. You'll never miss it. And you never have to hear another ad again. You can also get bonus content, early access to episodes and more. That's patreon.com slash SOS divorce. And Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E. E-O-N. Thank you for your support of me as I offer support to you. We are all in this together. I want you to jump over to the Facebook group page. Um, if you're not on it yet, it's called Starting Over Stronger After Divorce. And I want to know what chill out tips that you're going to implement and how they help you. Share that positivity over there on that group page because there's a lot of people on that page that are in the exact same place you are right now. And the stress level is incredibly high and they really, really need to feel better. And so do you. So encourage each other there. I would love to meet you there as well. And of course, you can always email me at Annie at startingoverstronger.com. And if you haven't visited the startingoverstronger.com website ever or recently, I would encourage you to go check it out. There's been some changes there. I have added speaking events. So if you have a group or if you know of a group that is looking for a speaker, I talk on many subjects, as you know, if you listen to this podcast, but one in particular is on a method of journaling called Pathway to Peace that I teach. And then there's many others as well. And I would love to help you or your group out by sharing the wisdom that God and life have given me. And the other things that are going to be new on that Starting Over Stronger website soon, um, very soon, I hope I'm going to be launching the retreat page where you can learn about the upcoming Starting Over Stronger post-divorce retreat, which the first one in the books is November 6th of this year. And that will be at a very peaceful and wonderfully healing retreat center in Kansas. And so if you live here in Kansas, Missouri, it's not too far. If you don't, 
an airplane will take you there. And it is a wonderful spot. So I hope that you'll check those resources out. And I will meet you back here again next week for more help as you divorce and hope as you are starting over stronger.